0: Welcome to The School of Self-Worth, a podcast for ambitious women who know they are worthy of an astoundingly great life. Join us weekly as we get on the right side of your intuition, redefine success, and reclaim your self-worth. I'm your host, Nicole Song, an award-winning journalist who left it all behind to become a best-selling author of three books, and work-life balance expert helping ambitious women unlock their intuition and step into a life of fulfillment and radical joy. Every single week, I will bring you diverse and meaningful conversations with successful women from all walks of life who share insight about what it takes to be brave, joyful, and authentic every day. Every episode is thoughtfully designed to leave you feeling empowered with tangible tips and advice that will lead you to your next breakthrough. Have you ever found yourself getting super wound up for no apparent reason around your mom or your dad and reverting back to a much younger version of yourself? Or have you compared yourself to your highly accomplished cousin and started questioning everything you're doing with your life? Or you've even let yourself get stressed out when your aunt or uncle asks you about your job and then gets a quizzical look in their eye. What if I told you that the source of all of that doubt, worry, and negative self-talk is negative disempowered programming and that you are missing the most important element required, which is to rewire your self-worth so you can feel total ownership of your value your inherent worth, and who you are, especially around your family and especially around the holidays. Or if you'd prefer, you could keep looping in the same cycle of worry, fear, and constant anxiety that keeps you from stepping into your true self around your family. But this is something you can actually transform permanently, and this is what we'll be discussing today. If you struggle to feel ease, presence, and actual joy around your family, then this episode is for you. Also, if you're a high-achieving career woman who wants to permanently rewire your self-worth, DM me, Worthy, on Instagram, and let's chat. Okay, are you ready for this rich conversation today? Let's do this. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the School of Self-Worth. I'm your host, Nicole Song. I am so excited to talk to you today about rewiring your self-worth around your family. This topic, I feel like, is so essential, especially around the holidays, because it is one of the most potent places to work in life, let alone around this time of year. It's where most of my clients truly have the biggest breakthroughs in my course, Year Clear Calling, And it's the place where if they can truly feel ease and stop being upset over the small things with family, that is a sure sign of major growth and progress. If, however, you've been feeling anxious and stressed about time with your family, I'm going to share a little bit later about the biggest mistakes that you are making and a way to look at all of those things. And how do I know about these mistakes? Well, they are the ones that I used to make. So I recently came back from a week helping my dad when my mom was out of the country. My sister also lives close by with my niece. So not only was I there to help my dad, I also was saying yes to a full immersion into family time. Like I'm talking five-year-old birthday parties. I was there during Halloween, and I was also there during my own birthday, which is an important celebration for me. So I used to feel constant anxiety around my family. I probably didn't think of it that way back then, but it actually is true when I really look at it. I really worried all the time about what they thought of me from my weight to what I was wearing for my clothes, how I was doing in my relationships, how I was doing at work. And even if they never said anything, I always, always, always wanted their approval and feeling that way also meant that I constantly felt stressed and I never really enjoyed my time, never deep down. I was often pretty reactive and I would get into little fights. Anyone do that? Get into little fights all the time. Any little comment like, you're so sensitive, would totally set me off, thus proving that I was actually being sensitive. So, you know, one year I had a really, really tough holiday. It was insanely stressful. And I thought, There has to be a better way. And during that time, I realized that it was actually not about them. It was actually all about me. Have you ever had that moment where you were so crystal clear about what was actually going on? I knew I had to stop acting like the youngest in the family and actually figure out what would let me spend time with my family and have it be joyful and fun because I knew spending time with them was really important to me. So I started the journey of rewiring my self-worth around my family, and since then, I honestly have not looked back. And pre- reprogramming my self-worth really allowed me to allows me to enjoy time with them over the holidays. And in this past trip, it really allowed me to be present with my loved ones and to treasure the time with them and to feel grateful to have time with them rather than being in a reactive state. And most importantly, it has actually helped me feel really clear and confident that I know who I am. And no matter what happens and no matter what circumstances I'm in, I know how to be myself. So, today I wanted to share a few important lessons I've learned along the way that also might be able to help you if you are struggling with the same challenge. So, the first thing that I learned and that is really important. Is I've stopped outsourcing my self worth to my family's opinion of me. This is the mistake I used to always make. Like, I really wanted their approval for everything. Now, these days, my family doesn't know a ton about my coaching work, although they're curious. And like this last time when I was there, my dad actually wanted to know what I was doing when he heard me on coaching calls with my clients. And I have to say it was like so sweet that he was so curious. And when I shared and he talked about how I help people with their intuition and with their purpose, he actually really understood that. Like he's like, oh, that's a really important thing because otherwise you go through life without really, you just do it automatically. Like what you just take a job and go. And I was like, yeah, that is exactly right. And so we had this really beautiful conversation about it. But if they don't understand, and I would say when I was younger, I often would feel stressed. Um, And if they don't understand, I used to often feel stressed like, "Mm, what if they don't approve of what I'm doing? What if they don't think that it's interesting or impactful? And that used to really give me a lot of anxiety. But now if they don't understand or like it, it it doesn't phase me. And not only like, because let's just be real. I don't have a very traditional job and I don't have a very traditional pathway. And those of you who are new and listening, you know, I was a journalist and then I was a yoga teacher and now I'm an entrepreneur and a coach. So I haven't had a very traditional journey, but I'm also not phased. And this is very important. If people are not interested in what I do, Isn't that always the tough time when people don't pay attention or ask you about what you do for work or the places where you tend to source your self-worth? Like for me, I am more than my job. So I'm totally happy to be an IE, which is Chinese for auntie, for my niece, um, to go to the library with her and to hang out and not be identified in any way. Uh, I don't care if people know that I'm a leader, that I have books or have been on television. Like I don't care about that stuff. And I don't care if people know that I'm married or not. And I don't care if they know how I spend my time, like what I love to do, like lift weights or do yoga or dance. Like I don't care if they know any of those things because those are all things that I do. They are not who I am. I am clear in who I am. And I long ago have gotten very comfortable in being myself everywhere that I go. So when you have that energy of not needing to prove who you are, you don't care if people are interested or not. And I include my family in that. And it's not that I don't care to be connected with them. It's just not fundamental to the conversations and experience that I have with them. I'm simply present and I'm myself. And that's, to me, the most important thing I want to have around my family So for you, if you're waiting for approval and the approval could be from parents or from a sibling or from a cousin or an aunt or an uncle or wanting every last relative or person you see at a party to be impressed by what you do or to congratulate you on a promotion or to say, oh, wow, I heard about this latest cool thing that you did, you might want to spend some time here and be curious about why you care so much about what they think about how you spend your time and the things that you do. You might want to start looking at what you believe about who you are and your self-worth and why other people's opinions have power over you, that those opinions impact how you feel about yourself Because when you stop outsourcing your self-worth to anybody, family or otherwise, you are really clear and confident and can be yourself in all circumstances. Like I want to be me everywhere that I go, that if you ran into me in the street, I would be the same as if you saw me at a party or ran into me at the gym or were hanging out with me and having a drink. You know, any of those things, like I want to always be myself everywhere. Okay, so then this leads me to the next mistake I used to make, which is I did not regulate my nervous system. So I was working in this week that I spent with my dad, and I really was purposeful about every day doing things that supported me. I previously would spend time with my family and I actually didn't do any of these things. Like I didn't do anything that regulated my nervous system that left me clear and grounded in this past week. I, you know, I had some practices. I have elevated energy practices. I went for walks really consistently. I prioritized going to the gym and I set a schedule that actually really worked for me and I got a lot of sleep and all of those are things. And you can listen to other episodes that share more. Um, There was one just a couple of weeks ago. That's all about regulating your nervous system during the holidays. And I'll share that I find when I regulate my nervous system, even if people want me to do other things, and this is we're going to get into, I'm leading into the next one, but even when people want me to do other things, I always prioritize regulating my nervous system so that I can be present, grounded, and loving. Because if I am anxious, if I am stressed, which is how I used to always feel around my family, I would get wound up. I would get upset, like little things would bother me. They would say comments and it would just not roll off my back. It would ruffle my feathers. I would just get worked up and then I would start to pick fights. I would get upset. We would have breakdowns or I'd do silent treatments, whatever. You know, I would do things that I never was very proud of. And sometimes um, also like really the worst version of this for me is I would go into deep people pleasing. And making sure everything was taken care of, like I was going to the store, I was running around for everybody. And if I was going into that deep people-pleasing, it typically meant that I wasn't taking care of myself and I would sacrifice the things that made me feel good. And when I don't take care of myself around my family, I find myself actually wanting to spend less time with them, which is not my goal. And so, if this is you where you are not wanting to spend time with your family, where you're dreading time with them, like even if you're flying distances to see them or they're flying to see you, and then you're wanting them to leave your house as soon as possible or you're wanting to get out, this is a really important place to look. Why aren't you spending time to get connected and clear to yourself before you spend time with them? Like, if you can't wait until it's over, this is a place to be. Curious. And I'm not talking about every family dynamic, by the way, like there's a lot of different circumstances and situations. But if you overall have like a decent relationship with your family, and you're wanting to spend time with them, yet you're still struggling to really have a good experience with them. This is the place to be curious. This is the place to investigate, particularly if you'd have to tend to go for like a 10 day holiday stretch and you're like eating all the things, like lots of sugar, lots of alcohol, not sleeping that well, lots of rich foods, and you're not taking care of yourself. And then you're wondering why you're grumpy and you're wondering why you're so irritable and like you can't handle it and you can't wait to get home. This is the place to start to investigate. Why am I not taking care of myself? Why am I not regulating my nervous system consistently, even when I'm traveling or when people are traveling to see me? Okay. And then this leads me to the third piece, because when you regulate your nervous system and you're grounded and clear, this allows you to skip my mistake, which was not setting boundaries with my family. I am so I was the queen of not setting boundaries to my family for a very long time. Um, if you struggle to set boundaries with family, by the way, make sure you always start with number one and look at self-worth. You really need to be super anchored in your own worth and value to start to set boundaries. And if you are just trying to set boundaries without doing the work on self-worth, start again with number one. When you do have self-worth, when you have really anchored into who you are, now is when you can set clear firm boundaries. These can be the most challenging things for people to do. Setting boundaries can feel really difficult with family. You might feel guilty because you traveled to see them or they traveled to see you. So you think you should spend 24 seven with them, or there are plans all day long, like you're super scheduled out. And so you don't set any boundaries, even though that you know that you're going to need them. You're afraid that if you skip out, someone might judge you or think less of you, or you might even be worried that they'll be offended if you set a boundary. All of these things can crop up for anybody in a boundary, setting boundary situation, and particularly with family, it gets pretty potent. So, one thing, though, I have learned over time is if I do not set boundaries, there's a long term effect and impact. And that long-term effect is I feel like I am sacrificing who I am. And that feels awful. Like it feels like I am giving up myself because I am just letting things go. I'm letting things slide. I'm saying yes to something that doesn't actually work for me. And it feels horrible. So I'll give you an example. And this week that I was gone, it was my birthday. And during that time, I was asked a few times to do things that I didn't want to do because on my birthday, it's important for me to celebrate myself, to honor myself and to do things that really work for me. So during those times when I was asked to do other things, I said, no, I said, nope, that doesn't work for me. You know, I'm doing other things instead. And I can't, I'm, going to be honest, it's not easy for me to say no, because I want to support people. I want to help people. And I also knew that if I said yes, and I didn't do the things I wanted to do, I would be resentful. And that would be nobody's fault, except for my own. And I did not want to have an experience where I feel resentful. And that's actually a big reason I set boundaries. I don't want to feel resentful or angry or mad or hold a grudge against somebody because they didn't respect a boundary that I didn't set, right? If they don't respect it, it's because I didn't set it. And if I set it and then they don't respect it, that's something for me to look at to reinforce as well. So, in that time, I really was looking at, and also by the way, this is like almost a step ahead. You have to even go back a step before that to say, what do I need? And like I asked myself that question many times over the course of the week, like, what do I need? And then I would set that boundary every time. Like, if I needed to go to the gym to stay regulated in my nervous system, to support my clients, I chose that. And sometimes I made adjustments. I'm not saying I was rigid about it, but I was really clear. And then if I didn't do my, if I didn't adhere to it, it was like really clear if there was a reason for it. And then I made up for it in other ways. So for example, like there was a Halloween night and that was really fun. So I went out for Halloween and then afterwards I still went, I made dinner with, for me and my dad and I went down a walk to help myself regulate again. So we're always just looking. It's like, we're not here to say boundaries are the only way, but really to be clear. Like clarity is so essential and so important in the circumstances. And then I will say though, because I set those boundaries in advance and also while I was there, I had a really beautiful birthday. I really enjoyed myself. I spent time with everybody in my family. I had a really great time. I had the best birthday I could possibly have. And that's what's possible when you set the boundaries. I was present, I was grounded, I was joyful. And those are all the things I really desire deep down for my experience with my family. So if you are struggling to have that experience, if you're feeling like you're stressed by them or you feel anxious or you're like, I don't know how to handle them, this is also an interesting place for you to look. Like what boundaries do I need to set with my family? And if you are struggling to feel like you can even set those boundaries, What is the work that I need to look at in terms of my own self-worth journey, in terms of my own valuing of myself so that I can actually start to set those boundaries for myself? It's just a really interesting place to look. It is a powerful journey to take. So if this resonates with you, and you're like, yes, I know that that's it's time for me to start to look at that, take a moment, send me a DM on Instagram and let me know what spoke to you first about this episode. Like, I would love to hear what you're seeing for yourself. Because once you start to put these things into practice, it's really cool what starts to open up. My client, Kim, used the self-worth system. And for her, it was really, it made a huge difference, um, when she was moving into retirement. And then it's helped her because her husband was going through a severe sickness and it actually allowed her to both manage what was going on with him and her own emotional state, and then also to still pursue her own goals at the same time. And it was so lovely to say, oh wow, like challenge can come into my life and I know how to handle it. And then I also still know how to forward my life. It was a really beautiful pairing together. So if you are listening and you know you want to rewire your self-worth using the self-worth system so you can step into a future and a life that you always dreamed of, make sure to DM me, worthy, on Instagram. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for such a powerful episode. I'm so grateful to be here with all of you. Whenever you are listening to this, I hope you have the most joyous and beautiful holidays um, with your families and the people that you love. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Before you go, don't forget, if you are a high achieving woman who wants to uncover your biggest blind spots, preventing fast, intuitive decisions, I've got a 72 second assessment for you. So make sure to DM me quiz on at Nicole Song at Instagram. And thank you for being here and for listening. We read every note that we get from you about how the podcast is making a difference in your life. Please know how much we appreciate each and every one of you. Until next time, I'm Nicole Song, and this is The School of Self-Worth.